Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, December 21st. I'm Sarah Wright. The legal cannabis industry in Mendocino County is more uncertain than ever, with a local ordinance that does not set up local growers for success in getting their annual licenses from the state. Those will be required by the first of the year in 2022. The local program started out in the Ag Department, which is on its fifth Ag Commissioner since the regulatory process started, then moved over to Planning and Building, where Megan Duquette is now the second Cannabis Program Manager to try to sort things out. She's the third, if you count Kelly Overton, who fled into the desert after a few months on the job amid purported clashes with Harinder Graywall. The Ag Commissioner whose legal troubles with the county have surfaced in closed sessions of the Board of Supervisors. More than a 1,000 growers are in the queue to get their permits from the county, which does not require site-specific environmental review, but does call for the California Department of Fish and Wildlife to conduct sensitive species reviews on potential grow sites. However, there's no funding to pay the agency to do that work, and CDFW has not indicated that it's willing to do the job for free. Meanwhile, growers have gotten tired of resubmitting minutia-laden paperwork and paying to bring their properties up to a standard that's acceptable for growing weed. A huge problem for Duquette is that many of the applications are incomplete. She reported that the response rate to letters from her office requesting more information has been less than stellar. At a cannabis town hall last week, led by Supervisors John Hasjack and Ted Williams, Hasjack said that in light of the fast-approaching deadline for annual licenses, the focus of conversations with state leadership has been about the California requirement for site-specific CEQA reviews. While Williams did not deny the county's part in the cannabis program's failure to thrive, he did lay some of the responsibility at the feet of California voters who passed Prop 64. All cultivation statewide is subject to CEQA because voters in California did not deem it to be agriculture. It's, uh, so, it, you know, think of it as building a gas station or a shopping mall in your back, backyard. That's the standard you're being held to. Without environmental review for every grow site, there can be no annual state license. Williams laid out the stakes. We we both understand without these annual licenses, there isn't a cannabis industry in Mendocino County, at least not a legal one. While news of a possible extension to the 2022 deadline caused some optimism during public comment, Hasjack, a former school teacher, displayed an awareness of what usually happens with an extension. It seems like there's a concerted effort to push that with the governor's office and the legislature. But at the same time, they want to make sure that we're working towards a pathway to get people to their annual licenses. They don't want us to just wait and and say, okay, well, we're going to get an extension so we don't have to do anything. No, we need to keep moving forward. A new piece of information from the California Department of Food and Agriculture is that individual growers can legally do their own CEQA review or hire consultants to do it for them. Williams calls it the nuclear option because there's not enough staff at CDFA to process the documents if they come pouring in. And the details of that option haven't been worked out yet. I don't want to encourage small farms to go this route because site-specific CEQA is probably expensive. I don't know what it'll mean in terms of uh, provisional uh, license continuity. So it's a bit of an unknown. There may be some uh, larger farms, medium-sized, that uh, you know are willing to risk the cost of a consultant doing site-specific CEQA. And uh, if they do that, I would love to hear about it so that we can document uh, the the hurdles. But Hannah Nelson, a longtime cannabis attorney, said there were two more options for environmental review. 
categorical exemptions, which she argued may be applicable for some applicants, and the discretionary permitting process, which she says has worked for some growers. In fact, discretionary permits include administrative permits. If a discretionary permit is issued and a site-specific review has been done, then in fact it shall be eligible for or is likely to be eligible for an annual state license. So for example, people who have gone through that kind of administrative permit or full-use permit process, for example, for some very small indoor operations that only needed an administrative permit. They have gotten annual state licenses. And in fact, because their sites were reviewed, sometimes they even got it for a second license at the same site that wasn't the indoor because the site was reviewed. Paul Hansberry called in to say that the Santa Cruz Board of Supervisors had decided to use a permit process to regulate cannabis cultivation. And that county is using a system that was developed in this county. They actually used the Mendocino County Resource Conservation District watershed best management practice for, for cannabis growers and rural gardeners as their guideline for best practices. The, the applicant self-certifies in, during the first inspection. That's verified. And they say that they can get through their application process in eight hours. And I'm just wondering if there's any way to expedite investigating their model to see if it might be able to help Mendocino County. Well, that was the a catalyst for us putting the item on the agenda about a week ago to um, direct staff to look at treating cannabis from a county's perspective more like agriculture. One element that we don't know is our county has far more serious sensitive species concern than Santa Cruz County. And so it may be that what works there doesn't work here just based on plant life. We don't know how CDFW would would respond, but it was the catalyst to begin researching to see if we could move uh, somewhat in that direction. Even if it doesn't completely uh, eliminate the CEQA concern, perhaps it would reduce the burden. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.